So while much of the pre-season coverage of the 2021 Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship has been around the drivers, there's also been some significant changes behind the scenes. Not least of all, at Brackley-based BTC Racing, who clearly have big ambitions for this year, as well as a strong three-driver lineup. Last week, they announced Mick Sargent as their new team boss, and I'm delighted that Mick joins me on the line. Mick, uh, first of all, congratulations on uh, your new role. Good way to start 2021. Yeah, well, hi, Stephen. Yeah, thank you. Begs the question. Um, you were at Speedworks, uh, big development time with uh, with Tingram and uh, uh, and Toyota. All seem to be going well. Why jump and why now? I live locally to the team. Um, I could see what was being invested, what was happening, uh, and it just felt like a good move. It wasn't. It wasn't an easy easy decision to move away from Speedworks actually, because I think they're quite a professional outfit. Uh, and they were gearing up for some stuff. But my role there was more GT orientated, whereas BTCC has been my bread and butter for the last 20 odd years. So it gave me the chance to have a full hands-on BTC role with a little bit of GT on the side potentially. So um, it was just a better fit for me this year. Um, I'd, I'd only spent the year at Speedworks for uh, last year, only just that last 12 months. So um the previous 18 20 years i'd been at triple eight and bmr and etc etc so um although it was a move from speedworks it was only a, a very small part of my btc portfolio if you like well known around the the paddock um mick obviously for for the the teams you've been with and the work that you've done um many people might not know that you're or xraf how did you get into motorsport <laughs> Well, to be fair, I, I always had more of an interest in motorsports than I did in uh, running around shooting and going in planes. So, um, <laughs> but I ended up joining the Air Force and spent 10, 10 good years of my life actually um, flying around the world and lucky enough to go to a lot of places I would never have got to. So, um, certainly don't regret it, but I'd always been involved, uh, interested in motorsports. Uh, and I was looking for something to do once I left the Air Force uh, and I was offered a, a job. Um, in, I was an electronic engineer in the Air Force and I got offered a job part time, you know, during my down days in the Air Force, making electrical looms and stuff for racing cars. Uh, one of the customers who was triple eight um, and that kind of progressed to hang on a minute. Why aren't we all doing this all in house? So rather than contracting the work out, they started doing it in-house. So I ended up leaving the Air Force to, to go and work at AAA and build up the the electronics uh, department all in-house, really. So it, it was just a lucky series of, of events that led me into a full-time role in motorsports, really. And that's how I started off. I started off on the electronics side of things. Mm. I mean, they're, they're similar in a, in a way, I guess, because they're both high performance ends of engineering and very specific uh, types of engineering, aren't they? Yeah, no, massively similar, actually, because uh, a lot of the electronic stuff that's uh, even when you look at some of the connectors that are involved in uh, F1 and now in touring cars and all the forms that started off in, th in places like um, the Eurofighter and things like that. So, like, like a lot of things, they start off in military applications and work their way down to everyday things. So, there's a lot of that, and actually, the way of life as well. You know, it's a you've got to be part of a team in the armed forces, and you've got to be part of the team in motorsports. So, the way of life was very similar. Not just the engineering side of things, but you know, 
Um, okay, you, you wouldn't trust maybe people with your life in motorsports, but certainly you've got to rely on them as much as you would in the Air Force. Hmm. You've been involved with with a number of series, um, supercars in Australia, British GT, uh, the uh, GT World Challenge, Formula One. Um, BTCC sits where in that hierarchy for you? Right up there. It's the top one. It's my bread and butter. It's been the one that I've done in the most for 20 years, really. I mean, I did. I went off and did Formula One for a year or so with Williams. Uh, and I've been self-contracted doing GT events, um, mainly endurance stuff like Spa 24-hour. Um, luckily enough to do Le Mans as well, um, Dubai. But, you know, the nice cherry picked my way through some nice GT events. Um, but BTCC is where I, I learned my craft in motorsports, if you like. It's always been, and like you said, man and boy, I've been around the paddock in touring car since... 98 so that's that's where i like to be really mm. i mentioned at the the top of our chat that um btc racing have big aspirations this year um very ambitious under steve dubman there's been lots of changes um a good driver lineup as well uh, josh cook michael crease and of course jade edwards um coming in as as team boss how are you taking that sort of helicopter view at the moment in the in the first week or so well, I'm quite lucky, really, because part of it's a bit like coming home. The, the core of the team, you know, the guys, uh, the mechanic-wise and that, I've already worked with before. So I'm lucky to know them all and respect them all. So I'm just going to build around that. And driver-wise, I've worked with Josh before. So he's a known quantity for me. And I'm, I think everybody agrees he's he's a bit of a championship contender. So nice to work with him again. Um, for me, Michael had a fairly good year last year. Potentially uh, could be quicker. He obviously won the Jack Sears, so he's got that under his belt now and he can move on and, and try and progress in his touring car career with, you know, aiming. I would think he, he needs to be aiming at the top 10, trying to get that first podium and even trying to get that first win with a... So I think he's got the potential to do better. Um, and Jade is obviously new to the team. Uh, I think it's great. I think I've always liked the idea of having a, a girl behind the wheel. I think she brings excellent marketing value. Um, and she, she's a contender for the Jack Sears this year as well. So I think uh, if she hits the ground running, she can do well with the right people around her. I think I'm sure we can get some pace out of her. Just for those who don't know, um, Mick, what does it say on um, team boss, um, team manager job description? What, what exactly do you have to do? It's um, a good question. You've got to be a bit of everything, I suppose. Um, generally, steer the ship in the right direction, I guess. Um, be organised, uh, build a team, encourage the team to do well, uh, put, get in the right people, doing the right job. Um, organize movements of the team around the country it's a bit different in the winter time there's obviously big rebuilds and putting the whole team together and then once we're into season it's all about where we all want to be we're all racers at heart and we're all at a circuit doing that job so slightly different once we're into the season uh, and then you've got to be a bit of everything else really um looking after the drivers is a bit like herding sheep very fast sheep. or cats whatever they say it is <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> indeed yeah and 
they, they, uh, they're hard work. So you just got to, you know, go and stand up for them when, they, when you've been called to the bus for any misdemeanor, that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, that's that, that, the manager bit is, is interesting, isn't it? They often say that people end up sort of managing, which takes them away from, from their core level of expertise. And that's a long way from engineering, isn't it? I guess you've 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 earned your stripes in the, in the managerial role with, with what you've done previously. But it is a jump from sort of the engineer to the manager role, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. But it's nice that I think if you've got a lot of strings to you, but you need to understand what everybody's job is and how they, you, you wouldn't ask somebody yeah. to do a job you couldn't do yourself is how I look at it. And I've, I'm lucky to work my way up and done pretty much every job there is in the team. So, you know, I've driven the truck, I've, uh, I've put the wires in the car, um, I've, I've uh, cleaned the wheels, I've done tyre pressures, you know, I've done a bit of everything. So I kind of understand what's involved in the role. So, yeah, and I've been a Samaritan, so you've got to do a bit of everything. <laughs> the compassionate arm round the shoulder <laughs> when, uh, when there's the empathy bit. Um, let's talk about the engineering. Um, three good drivers, um, a, a proven team who did uh, well and did some great things last season. Now it's the step up. The, the wheels under the drivers are the, are the next important bits to talk about. Um, what's the, the approach for this season in terms of putting really good machinery, quick machinery under your three drivers? Again, lucky that I've already started off with what I think is a pretty reasonable package. I think it just needs a bit of um, understanding of uh, how to extract the best out of it, really. I've spent the last week or so going through last year's data and the years before. Obviously, this will be the third year they've run the car. So um, I've spent a lot of time going through data, trying to understand where there is room for improvement and trying to understand where perhaps some results didn't go the way they should have done and a lot there's a lot of um, bad luck going on as well so but for me it's all about um, a bit of attention to detail making sure we're extracting the best out of everything and um, putting it all together and hitting the ground running really part of the team manager's job obviously is to sit down with each of the drivers and look at the strategy round by round race by race um it's going to be some changes for this season we start at thruxton first of, uh, of two visits which uh, some drivers like some drivers don't we've got new tire changes and the shootout at a couple of the rounds uh, a different strategy across the board this season isn't it yeah i think we've got to look at it again it does it does mix it it's nice to mix it up actually but it does mix it up a little bit um uh, again, it was different last year with, with the COVID-19 situation. We had a season that started in August, which was different for everyone. The temperatures are up in the 20s plus where we'd normally start a lot lower. So I think if you went back before 2020, you could almost set your watch by a, a touring car season. You knew where you'd be in April. You knew where you'd be in uh, beginning of October and the calendar didn't change much. You kind of knew which circuit we were at. So people have got used to that. Um, and I think it is nice to mix it up. Um, start the season at Thruxton, which can be a whole weekend in itself, really. You're on the hard tyre for the whole weekend. Very abrasive circuit. Um, and of course, we go there twice. So there's a fifth of your season done. So you need to kind of hone in on that first weekend because there's no testing at Thruxton either so that, it presents a little challenge there you need to think about um, and then the way you use the option tyre is definitely something we need to look at and the the shootout again different I think last year people had to adapt because you only had one free practice session 
Just uh, finally, Mick, Steve Dudman, the uh, BTC racing owner and team principal, has put a lot of time uh, and made a huge investment in uh, the campaign for, for this year. Um, I guess on the back of that, the um, ambition is not only high, but the expectations are high as well. How aware are you of that coming new into the team? Yeah, I'm very aware. I mean, I always go into it expecting to try and win everything anyway. So it's that, um, that's my philosophy, really. I wouldn't do it just to make up the numbers. So, yeah, um, brilliant What's the, what Steve's brought to the team and what he wants to invest. And, yeah, the... Um, not only the hopes are high, but expectation is high, yes. Um, and we need to try and deliver that. Obviously, there's a fair bit of luck involved in the championship these days. It's um, Things are so close, you can easily be top or bottom of the tree with not a lot separating you. So you need to extract every little bit of performance. Um, but yeah, so well aware that um, expectations mm. are high and hope to deliver uh, on all fronts, really. Three very different drivers as well. Josh Cook, who has been mentioned uh, in many reports as a title contender. Uh, Creasy, Jack Sears, winner last year, who's now got a consolidation year, wanting to do better. And Jade coming in, Jade Edwards, who hopefully uh, has her eyes set on the Jack Sears for this year. So three, three very different goes at it this year for BTC Racing. Yeah, I think that's nice. You know, they've we've all got separate goals, but um, as a team, trying to, as a collective, very good. Um, yeah, without doubt, Josh is a championship contender. He's cream will always rise to the top, they say. And if, I think if you look back over the last three or four years, um, there's only half a dozen drivers that have won more than one race, and Josh is one of them. So he's definitely got the potential um, to be right up there. Um, mm. And that's that would be the aim to go into the last weekend with him within the shower. I was going to say, um, at the other end, of course, with Jade, she made good account of herself at um, at Silverstone, which is why she's now sat uh, in a BTC racing car. And that's not wishing to suggest that's the other end of the spectrum, but she's now learning her, her place in the, or will be learning her place in the BTCC, won't she? Oh, yeah, for sure. I think, um, you know, coming into one race weekend is a bit of a baptism of fire for anyone. Um, but uh, yeah, she acquitted herself well professionally. She was, I thought she was fairly quick on track with what she'd been given. I don't suppose she had much time in the car beforehand. So, you know, to be thrown into a race weekend at Silverstone was like, um, yeah, I think a baptism of fire and she, she, she handled herself very well. Uh, and certainly with a bit more stick time and the right people around her, she would, she can only get quicker. Mick, it's been fantastic to catch up with you. Thank you very much for your time. I know uh, you're extremely busy uh, getting uh, your feet under the table at BTC uh, Racing, but also uh, all the prep that's going on for the new season. Um, I will look forward to catching up with you at uh, Thruxton in May, but the very, very best of luck in your new role and uh, obviously the best of luck to BTC Racing for the whole season. So for now, Mick Sargent, many thanks.